Today's episode contains conversations around mental health, PTSD, sexual assault, and bullying. Viewer discretion is advised. Welcome to Awaken Big, an educational, high vibrational, mystical, spiritual pot, I'm sorry, podcast from two girls, one joint, and a journey to awaken what's inside all of us. In the words of the wise Wiz Khalifa, let's roll something and get the day started. What up, motherfuckers? Welcome, good morning. Good morrow. We are back better than ever with your favorite guest, Allie Glott. Authentically, Allie. Um, Allie, do you want to say hi? Hi, everybody. How you doing? I'm super excited. Oh my I'm God. good. I'm good. Next time I'm you ready. come on, I want to have a theme song ready that's like, let's get authentical. Authentical. Oh, okay. Yes. I love that. Right? <laughs> um, we wanted to have Allie on the show today because honestly, just a lot has changed um, uh, for everybody since the last time we had an authentic chats with Allie episode. So, kicking off episode two, Allie, can you tell us what's changed since the last time you were here versus today? <laughs> Oof, <laughs> where to begin? So uh, the last week of July, I uh, play soccer. I've played soccer my whole life and I was just playing in a rec league on Sunday nights and I tore my MCL and uh -huh. dislocated my kneecap. And it is so weird to get injured as an adult. <laughs> and so that brought just a lot of change. There's been a lot of big things that have happened in my family that have been hard to deal with and just really interesting problems being presented. And at such a time where I was literally sat down by the universe and like stopped in my tracks. Um, yeah. So I've yeah, basically what's changed is everything. <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, I, I feel like I left the last show on this high after my like one of my first big art shows like um that i wanted to do for a long time and i had to learn some lessons yeah. <laughs> again and like it's kind of like you reach a high and you learn things and then you're asked to go even further and figure out more so this has been a learning season <laughs> well and a I, season. I feel like <laughs> We talked recently on our um, previous episode or like maybe two episodes ago at this point um, about kind of like how you're going to have multiple awakenings and multiple like, you know, spiritual moments where you have a moment of enlightenment. Like, OK, OK. So while I was like, you know, far more awakened than I was in the past, I still have like things to learn. And like sometimes we feel kind of. Um, almost out of control when we don't recognize patterns, you know what I mean, that go on in our life. Can you kind of like touch on that for us? Yeah. I have come to realize that I have been learning things the hard way <laughs> a lot. Like I, I'm like, I was in a place where I was like, oh my God, like I keep having all these toxic relationships and um, I don't usually talk that openly about these things, but I want to. And um, I had three serious relationships within the last four years, four and a half years. I don't know, five years. <laughs> and all three of them ended horribly <laughs> with me being cheated on. And it wasn't necessarily that there's something wrong with me, but it was a lesson that I had to learn that I kept not learning. 
So I had to really be fucking taught, <laughs> like, and yeah, recognizing those patterns of what the things that we're doing that are um, standing in our own way. And it's funny that I always use that standing in my own way. And then I broke my leg. Um, yeah, I always say that. And then I'm like, I keep writing in my journal, I'm going to step out of my own way. And I'll be damned if I wasn't just sat down. I ask, like, what do you yeah. think the lesson was in like the, those relationships? Like, what do you think it was? The lesson is my worth. Yeah. I, I am by no means blaming myself for anything that happened to me. I did not do anything wrong. I think that's the point for me to realize though, like, yeah. girl, you're not doing anything wrong and you're being treated like shit. Like you gotta look elsewhere. Yeah. Like this is not it then, you um, know? Yeah. Um, and to remind myself of the care and love that I do deserve, that I give to other people that I deserve back. And yeah. um, learning to trust my intuition and learning to trust myself. Really, I think a lot of times our trust issues for me, myself, I have trust issues for obvious reasons that I've stated previously. <laughs> I've been yeah. cheated on a lot. And um, there have been other like really difficult things that have happened with men. And we'll touch on that in a minute, but basically it's, it's about learning self-trust yeah. and knowing when things don't feel right, knowing when you deserve more and being willing to step up for yourself and demand that. And I think sometimes in relationships or in jobs, I would keep pushing through things and keep working through things because I was like, oh, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. And just keep pushing even though things weren't okay. Yeah. And it was kind of like, I had to always be slapped in the face Yeah. to be like, to be reminded like, hey, you had all these feelings leading up to this. You had all of these signs that you knew, but you didn't listen to yourself. So like, here, I got to show you so that, and it's out of love so that I don't go on the wrong path. Right. You know what I mean? And it's all guided me to this place. And even this next thing where I literally broke my leg in a month where I was planning on not only moving in the sense of traveling a lot, I had like three different trips planned for August. I would also wanted to move out of my parents' house. <laughs> Um, I've lived here since I came home from the Peace Corps and to just be reminded that I need to sit and like there's really lessons that I need to learn here before I can move forward and to be redirected. Yeah. Because I was about to take a lot of wrong steps. Not wrong, but just not necessarily what I actually wanted. And yeah. being forced to stop, I had to ask myself, what are you doing all this for? Like, what's the purpose here? Right. I, why are you doing all this? And I had nothing else to do but to sit and think. So, and I think it's <laughs> I a think that's kind of the lesson there. Yeah, it's a real testament to you that like I think a lot of people take those things and they sit and they wallow or like they get sad and they're like, oh, this is happening to me. Like, fuck, this is happening to me again, again. And it's like those things, like you said, they happen. They can happen repeatedly, but it's because the universe is going to make you learn that lesson. It's never going to leave you out in the dust. Like you're not going to. And so like, it's not like, don't get hard on yourself if it's happening. It's not that it's a problem with you. Like you said, it's just that like, come on, you got to learn like, and it's going to keep giving you those chances. 
Yeah, and it was also protecting me. Yeah, that's what I and was. Per, and the, not, the break, or the I was not meant to yeah. like. Of course, I don't want to be in relationships like that. Yeah. And yeah, I think too, it's um, it gave me the opportunity because sitting in this space, I've been able to pivot and change the direction that I'm focused on. And that direction is one that I was focused on when I was a lot younger and had all these big ambitions. And it was always kind of misguided or mis or led astray by other things, which I was fine with. I was okay if it came to that I was gonna be in a relationship and have kids and get married and all of that. I was like, okay, like I'll still travel with that and I'll still do this and all of that. But really what I've been taught now and shown and realized after having a moment to really sit with myself and question these things is I'm meant to do this on my own. Yes. And I'm meant to, yeah, I, I think that it's just this, the sign again of like, you always knew that it was your path to take and you always knew it would be you. But I was afraid, I'm still afraid of that. But that's why I have to go towards it because it is the thing that scares me the most to truly trust myself and be self-sufficient. But it is the thing that also excites me the most and gives me the sense of freedom and happiness that I want in life. <laughs> Well, and I like that you talked about it being protection because we had a whole episode where we said, you know, rejection is like, it's redirection, it's protection. Like you're totally yeah. right. And I think it stems like, sure, um, things, bad things can happen to you, but like you've really found a way to see how it happened for you. You know what yeah. I mean? You found a way to like, not only did a relationship teach you like what you deserve in a relationship, but you allowed it to open more doors for your career. You allowed it to open more doors for like your mental health and happiness. You didn't just say like, oh wow, like I have relationship issues. Like you were like, how can I create, like take this and create an entirely better life and like level up for myself. Cause like, I love that you said, um, you're, you're meant to do all this traveling. You're meant to like fulfill your dreams. You don't have to wait for somebody to like join you on that path. And it doesn't mean that the time you spent with somebody like was wasted because like, look at what it's taught you. Look at how much time you've had to grow and figure out like what areas of your life that you really needed to like look at and like, see like, where are there patterns? Where do I have room to like branch off and try something new and like, I think you did a really good job of doing that when you quit your job as uh, like when you were teaching. Um, and that was like a great example of when you were like, okay, like this is not working. My, my time spent here, I did a lot of great change. I helped the community, I helped the school a lot, but it's not forever and I'm gonna quit this job. And even though it's hard, I'm going to dedicate it to like making my life even better. And you did, and that's when we had you on the show and we talked about like all the success you've had since quitting your job, you literally manifested all of these art shows and making like a full-time level income just on your art. And since then you, you were telling us like, you've actually still had to learn from patterns of that exact situation. Yeah, it, it's like, it's not just relationships where I have this same pattern. It, it shows up in all these different ways. And I have to become self-aware to realize what's happening and break those patterns. And the pattern that I was getting into is my worth is found in what I give to others. My value is found in what I provide to others. And if others are telling me, oh, I love when you do this and you're so good at this and do more of this and this and this, and I keep saying yes, it was just depleting myself Yeah, for what everyone else wanted and liked from me. And not that I didn't like those things, but 
I still had to be guided on what I wanted for myself and what was going to bring me the most healing. And so I took this big leap and I quit my job and I got a different job working as a manager or working. I wasn't a manager. I was just working at a greenhouse and slowed down and really had the time to say, okay, so I need to move slower. I need to change the way that I'm moving through life. And lo and behold, I found myself in the same position again, where I picked up pace somehow. I was over committing again. Um, I was making, I, I was getting a lot of art shows, but I was still working full time and just adding more and more to my plate. I was ready to go back to school again to learn more about plants. Like a lot was happening. I was about to move out to my own place in Cincinnati, even though living in Cincinnati doesn't necessarily excite me. Yeah. I just wanted that sense of security. I felt really valued, but I was getting to a place again where I was running into depletion, yet that was the thing that I had just tried to step away from. And so I was brought to have to learn this lesson the hard way. I had to break my leg. Mm-hmm. So I'd stop. Cause I'm putting my, I was about to put myself, sign myself up for, you know, another year of what I just tried to get away from. And that was just another pattern that I have to relearn that my value comes from me existing and not from yes. what I do for people. And it's okay to be selfish and it's okay for me to follow my dreams. Um, yeah. And that's a hard lesson to have to learn. I like that you said it's okay hard to be selfish. I think mm-hmm. a lot of, I like that you said it's it's okay to be selfish because I think a lot of us I know my mom really instilled in me like the worst thing you can be is selfish like never ever be someone who's only thinking about themselves so I will like to the point of like you said like pushing myself to being ill like do things for other people because I'm like I never want anyone to think that I'm putting myself above but now I've had to learn like right like it's okay to just take care of yourself and literally just do that. Like if that is all you can fucking do, like, then yeah. that's what I want to yeah. spend my time on. You know, like if I'm at the point where I only have a finite amount of energy, I will, pr- I promise that now to myself, to everyone, I'll spend it on myself, not <laughs> ever again, like spinning myself out for others. And that actually made me think too. I think another thing that I realized is, um, even just hearing you talk was that the people around me were suffering the most too when I wasn't taking care of myself. Yeah. Like I was serving this greater good collectively, but the people closest to me really suffered because they don't get to see me as they know me happy and having fun and spending time together and whatnot. If you're completely consumed by something else and I was getting to that place again. Yeah. And so just now, really having to you got to learn lessons again and again and it's not because I don't know we deserve bad things or karma or whatnot it's just to redirect you in the right path well that's the thing is like it's not a bad it's how you look at it it's not bad Mm -hmm. like you choose to see it as bad but it's not like we can choose to see all of these things as like okay this is a, a something to learn from this is a lesson like yeah. And I'm not going to lie. Like there were days yeah. when I'm sitting there with a broken leg where I'm crying, like, yeah, why did this have to happen to me? I don't want to do this. <sighs> you know, like I'm yeah. allowed to bitch too. Um, 
like I was baby, I was baby as fuck. I could not walk. Like that's fair, but it takes a lot of self-awareness and that discipline that I had to learn through all of those difficult relationships and leaving jobs and everything to remind myself like, okay, there's something for me here. Yeah. Remember when this happened and then you got that? Okay. Remember there's something for me here. I, so I appreciate you coming on and like being vulnerable about this and like saying like, Hey, I'm not, I'm not like having the greatest time or I had to learn something really hard. And that like, maybe was like a hit to my ego or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause I think, oh, yeah. Like having these conversations, that's why, you know, it, your brand authentically Allie and then our authentic chats with Allie, that's like kind of the whole purpose of this is we want to be as authentic and realistic as possible. And I know something that you've been trying to like incorporate more into your art is that you've been way more open about, and correct me if I'm wrong, um, but like your PTSD and trying to yeah. like talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Do you find that that's helpful like with your journey and like with art? It's not only helpful, it is essential. It is the heartbeat of what I do. I do this for me to heal because creating is the only way that I can make sense of my experiences in the world. Mm -hmm. It is the thing that like guides me through whatever and um, talking about it more is so uncomfortable for me. Like it is so uncomfortable to talk about things that happened and because there's so much shame around those things and we don't always talk about them I don't even talk about them with a lot of people close to me which is why I want to talk about them now so I have PTSD a lot of people in my life don't know that and I've painted as a way to cope with that to as a way to cope with life as a way to express joy and in doing that I've realized that I have to talk about the experiences that have led me here. And it's a choice that I'm making where I've had these really horrible things happen and I'm choosing to take the energies from those, to take whatever I received from those and turn it into something good in the world. Mm -hmm. And talking about PTSD helps me so much because I didn't talk about it for so long. And it can't, it comes from super dark experiences. Um, I was raped my senior year of college and so many people in my life don't know that. So this is this podcast and I'm, I'm writing a blog and making my series about it because I don't want other people to not be able to talk about it. And I don't want that to hold any kind of power over me anymore. But I will say it took me three years before I could say the word rape. And it never came up until years later, I was in South Africa uh, in the Peace Corps and I was sexually assaulted in the village that I was working in. And then transported to the like, um, what is it? Medical facility for the Peace Corps. And, all of that. And when I was there, I was in therapy where I finally was like, oh, I'm having all these crazy feelings because I think this happened in college. And she was like, oh, okay. So there's like a lot happening here. So it was years before I was even able to talk about that. And I really want to share that testimony as a way like now, 
I'm making art about it. I'm able to say those words. I'm able to talk to other women about it. And that has been so healing for me because I think if we talk about it more, people won't be able to deny that there is a serious problem. Yes. Yes. Because I think that we all know that there's probably not a, there's probably not a woman alive that hasn't experienced some type of harassment or violence at the hands of misogyny and patriarchy and male dominance. That's a fair statement. <laughs> um, so it's a real problem. And yeah. it, that problem grows in silence. And even though it makes me shake to talk about it, it makes me uncomfortable to make my art about it. Um, it is the thing that delivers me from it because I'm not going to let that, no, I'm no longer gonna let that hold me back from sharing who I am and my experiences and whatnot. And, you know, it was really hard for me to talk about it because I, um, I don't know, I've held a lot of guilt about carrying the weight of problems in South Africa on my shoulders. So I never wanted to talk about bad experiences in South Africa either, because I never wanted to portray that South Africa was, you know, what quote Americans think it is, which is violent and all these things, because it's so much more than that. But that's not to say that it's not also dangerous in those ways, but it's also dangerous for the women that are there, which is also what I want to call attention to. Yeah. And, um, cause it's a, it's a global issue and my experience is important, but it's more important for me to share it so that other women can share it so that we can actually create change from it. Yes. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so it's really weird to create art about the things that we try not to think about the most. And it's not that it's necessarily about that, but it's just a way of me to deliver myself from those feelings. Well, and go ahead. We talked um, a little bit too about how the art you've been making since you've been kind of in like a harder place and stuck at home because yeah. you broke your leg. Um, right. We were talking about how you can't, like you were having a hard time painting what you thought everybody wanted you to make. Everybody had this expectation of you, but you were feeling chaos. So you were like painting chaos. Yeah. But Kelsey loved that. Like you showed it to Kelsey <laughs> and she immediately had like a connection to it, which I think is also important to remember. Like when you talk about and, and through your art, like express what you're going through, it, it resonates with people. Like, you know what I mean? It resonates yeah. with so many people. So having these conversations, creating art around it is like you said, it's not only like helpful, but like it is essential in like healing for healing for everyone because if we can see, oh my God, she went through this too. And this art depicts exactly what I'm feeling inside. Like it just knowing you're not alone and being validated, we already know helps so much with like the healing process. It helps you feel seen and that's what you're doing. So even though it's hard, like, which and I'm sure it is having you come on here and talk about this and like making your blog about it and creating this art and like at your, at your shows, people will come up to you and like say, wow, this really resonates with me. Or can you tell me about this piece? And then you get into these hard conversations, but it never is like something that people leave afterward feeling worse because it's such a shared experience of healing. And it really shows in your art, I think. Yeah. Thank you so much for saying that because I think Sometimes it's it's really easy in the world that we're in to get in our own heads and shoot ourselves down before anyone else gets a chance to. So that we yet don't even share anything 
to protect ourselves before anyone could even say anything against us. And so stepping out and sharing it. And I think I told you both this before, my art is so personally connected to me. It is my mind like laid out. It is my heart laid out. And so I, I get so scared that people won't like it and it'll be a direct reflection of me. But I have to remember that, you know, there's something about art that like shoots right to the heart of people. Yes. Music, movies, whatever kind of art it is, there's just something that instantly connects us because there's shared emotion there. We all have these feelings. And so, you know, even a man who might not have had the same, you know, sexual trauma as me might look at a chaotic painting and see himself in it too and find liberation there or, you know, see his daughter in it or whatever the case may be. Um, Yeah, so... Thank you for saying that because I need to be reminded of like the greater connection and purpose of oh my what God. we're doing here, you know? Anytime. Um, I wanted to ask kind of like, it's not off topic because it fully has to do with this, but it, it, but it's a little bit different. I wanted to talk about or ask you if it's okay with you, we could talk about your cannabis use. Yeah. Um, so do you find that like using cannabis is, well, is it even a part of your healing of your art does it play into it is it you know what I mean like yeah it it's it is a way for me to cope with life the same way that painting is so I will not um I will not always like be high to paint and I will not always paint when I'm high just both of those experiences liberate me from emotions that I'm feeling or help me dive deeper into them and discover them more and find what I need to because I use it with intention. But yeah, smoking weed, like it is medicine to me. I don't know how else to explain it to people and I don't want to feel ashamed for it, but I feel like it's kind of like hush, 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 hush still. Um, and there, there's no reason for it to be. It it helps me so much because PTSD, I think a lot of people don't recognize too. Another reason why I paint is it's so physical. It's so physiological. Like I feel it in my body. So literally the act of painting gets something outside of me. And it's kind of the same thing with, with smoking weed. It helps me get outside of myself. I need to be like taken outside of the physical experience that I'm having to be able to move past it and painting and smoking weed help me move through those sensations, especially when I'm able to do it intentionally. And I feel so grounded and connected and know that this is a practice that I'm doing to take care of myself. So- so, so glad that you said that. I love that you, like, first of all, I like that you said you do it with intention because we talk about that all the fucking time. We recently talked about how, you know, people have been kind of demonizing weed and like not using it responsibly. And I love that you said like, you know, you don't always have to be high to smoke or sorry, to to paint. Um, You don't always have to be high to create art. And also you don't always create art like, when you're just when you're I don't know what I'm saying right no it's like they they aren't necessarily connected they're just both essential ways for me to heal they're just different help me tremendously in my healing process they exert something out of me that I need to get out yeah um and they calm my body down because I think yeah I just 
think there's a lot of misunderstandings about the way that PTSD affects us. And it is so physical for me, you know? And um, weed is a medicine that helps me calm down and bring me back to center and bring me back to what's important to the present moment because that's all I wanna be able to focus on. And it's when I'm in the present moment that you know, I find the best meaning and all of that in painting and smoking weed bring me to the present. And that is the most healing place that I can be. If you hear water running, sorry, I don't know if you can, but. No, no, you're totally fine. Um, I think we were gonna wrap this up soon anyway, but I just wanted to ask you like, before we go, you've shared so much with us, like that it's been so insightful, so beautiful helpful and healing for me, honestly. Yeah. Um, but before we go, did you want to talk a little bit about your blog that's coming up? Yeah. So when I was in the Peace Corps, I wrote a blog. It was really to share about my Peace Corps experience, but I wanted it to be more than that. I titled it Authentically Alley, which is where this all started from. And it was a way for me to share my experience and the way that I moved through the world. And I shared it while I was in South Africa, but once I came back, I was not in a place that I could share anymore. I didn't know how to process a lot of what had happened, a lot of feelings that I was having. So I just stopped and it transformed into me sharing through art. But now I, I want them all to come together yeah, and talk about it more and talk about these kind of big experiences that I've had and how I've transmuted them into art and what that means for me and opening up the dialogue for more of these stories and being more honest about what's going on. That way other people can be more honest too. And we can all live more authentic lives, which, you know, in turn leaves that ripple effect that changes the world. And I feel like I say that all the time, but it's truly why I do what I do and why I feel so passionate about it because I, I really believe that when we give ourselves what we need the most, it overflows and helps everyone around us. And that's the whole point of us being here and realizing that we're all connected and in that sense and whatnot. So me writing my blog is kind of that itching feeling that I have to do this. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna be writing that. If you want to check it out, you can follow me on Instagram. I'll be posting it there and whatnot. But it's gonna be a lot of the kind of stuff that I talked about on here. I'm gonna be posting more behind the scenes of the creative process and kind of experiences that I've had that have led me to certain perspectives and kind of my next steps because, you know, being stopped in my path didn't necessarily stop me, it just redirected me. Yeah. And that's something that I learned in therapy is to focus on directions and not destinations. So I'm focusing on which way do I want to go right now? And I'm not necessarily sure the destination that I'm going, but I know that this blog, talking about these things, making my art the way that I am, um, is a step in the right direction. That's amazing. Oh, I got goosebumps. <laughs> um, I personally am just, I, we're both so fucking grateful to have you on the show. I know that our listeners are obsessed as well. We, this was like so much information and so much like, I just love meaningful, enlightening conversations. You know what I mean? Like intentional yeah. conversations. That's why we do this I was podcast. Gonna say, it's kind of why we started this. Yeah. Thing. yeah. <laughs> so I love getting, getting a perspective from someone whose life is different than mine, but also like 
that can she can just teach me so much yeah this was thank awesome you. Allie thank you so much thank for coming you. on yeah I I really appreciate both of you for trusting me and giving me the space to share my story and you know for starting Awake and Bake and giving all of us all of the tools to be led through situations like this so yeah thank you hey we love you we love you love you everybody at home thank you for listening we uh check you we love you check out authentically alley on instagram and as always stay high bye <laughs>